Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. Okay, so we've all been through difficult times. We've all seen other people go through difficult times. And I think we do one of three things. I think we either diminish the pain of the difficult time, distract ourselves, or we let it develop us. And I, I don't know where I heard this. It's in my notes section, like all my podcast inspo is. So if I'm not crediting the person, I apologize. It's not intentional. But I've heard it said another way, which is when we are faced with a difficult time or challenge, we have a choice of diving deeper into delusions or waking up. And I feel like life is 50 shades of gray. So is it really that we do one of these three or is it really we do one of those two or is it really just this wide range, but there's three like major stops on the difficult time struggle bus. And I think we all can relate to, I guess, probably doing all of them. I'll I'll walk you through a few different scenarios in my own life and how I, how I used each one of these, (laughs) these, these different ways of coping is because that's really, really what we're doing here, right? It's like, I've found myself, you know, I feel like, oh, you know, what's crazy is the journey of my life has followed this. I, I feel like, okay, so I'm almost 36. So I feel like the, you know, like if our life is like a wave and the beginning of it, I diminished all the pain. It's like something felt bad. It's like, that wasn't that bad. You're just not strong enough. You're not, you're taking that personally or, you know, like diminish it, diminish it. Like it's not happening. It's not happening. And then by the time I got to my like 19 through all my twenties, it was like, well, now this is so uncomfortable diminishing all the feelings I've had, you know, just stuffing it down. Now I got to do something, right? Because it's like, I can't live like this, but I'm not conscious enough to know that. So then I start to distract myself. We, you know, like in my own life, it's like I'm, I'm starting my career, right? So it's like, I distract myself with work. It's my favorite pacifier, just sucking hard on that thing. And I distract myself. And when then that's not enough, because, you know, that will only work for so long and give you the high you're looking for. Then you're, it's like, oh, I've got to start drinking after work because I have to like distract myself from not only like all the stuff I've diminished my whole life and then my client stuff that they bring in and I have no training on how to manage or hold space for. So I don't hold space. I fix everything. I'm like, whoo wee, you got a problem? I'm your girl. Let me fix it. Let me make it happen for you. Let me, let me call that a strange step to son for you and let's get him on the line. And Okay, so that we're doing that all day. We go home. Well, what now? We got to just numb that baby. We got to numb that up. We got to get you real housewives, watch those gals fight, drink a bottle of wine, perfect elixir to distract ourselves. And when that's not enough, 
no problemo, hit it again tomorrow. Hit the salon for 10 to 14 people, drink another bottle of wine, watch another locale of uh, Real Housewives and hit it again. Okay, so that works for, I'd say a solid 10 years, maybe even... 11, 12, 12, by, by year 12, things are not going great. And that's when life blows up. Maybe not for everyone, maybe for a lot of us. I know that's what happened for me. And then from that place, I'm like, well, shit, no, this has been working. No, this is working. So I guess I'm going to let this develop me. I'm going to start to let this develop me. And I chose to sit in the mess, to, to sift through the rubble, and to pick up the pieces that were me, and I let the pain change me, and I let it transform me, and I let it be a portal to the awakening that I continue to be on. And so I'm not afraid of the pain anymore because now I see it as my teacher. And as Glennon Doyle says, she says, the wisest people she knows know that pain is a traveling professor. And so they sit down with it and they say, what are you here to teach me? As opposed to just kind of really what we're talking about, diminishing that pain or distracting ourselves because they know they can't outrun it. And in this book that I've been listening to, um, Emotional Inheritance, it says something so powerful that speaks to all of this. And it speaks to what diminishing the pain, like why we can't diminish it and why we can't distract it. Because ultimately, any kind of pain and trauma that is not consciously known will be recreated. And that is why so many of us have had a similar saga that is on a rotation that we're like, why in the fuck does this keep happening to me? Why does this different characters, but same, no, different people, same character. Like, why does this storyline keep playing? And it's because I think it's because we're either diminishing and distracting ourselves and we're not letting it develop us. We're not letting ourselves use pain as that traveling professor. We're not sitting down with it and saying, all right, let's unpack this. What in the actual fuck just happened, you know? And, and I think that, I think that that's the, the part about difficult times that I've learned in my life is that unless we let them teach us, unless we learn from them, we are destined. I mean, to do all these D's, but it's working like a dream, another dream. Um, but I feel like unless we learn them, we are destined to continue to have the same story. And I don't want that story. I want to learn from the things that have happened in my life. And I want them to fuel me forward. And I want to be able to have those. I want to learn what I'm here to learn so that I can let it go. And I think that, you know, I've heard people say that, our minds and my therapist, Beth always says, you know, it's amazing what your mind will protect you from until you're ready to hear it or see it or feel it. And 
I think that's true. And I think that that's why we shouldn't beat ourselves up when we were diminishing it and we were distracting ourselves because I think that the truth is we didn't have the tools to sit with it and let us de- let it develop us. And the minute we do is when we, we are able to sit with it, let it develop us and grow from it. And so instead of looking back at my childhood, my teen years and say, gosh, like you just didn't, you didn't, you, you didn't honor, like you didn't let yourself feel anything. You diminished everything that ever happened to you. And you act like nothing was a big deal and that nothing, that there were no coincidences in life. Like you, you know, I never wanted to be any of the stereotypes people said. And I just thought like, yeah, that's generalization. And, you know, life is funny the way that you go, no, most things that people say about, you know, children of divorce or, you know, like things that have happened, they, they, they are based in facts and evidence and research and science. And I think that, you know, when you're distracting yourself, it's, I think it's instead of looking back and being frustrated, I think it's took a lot of strength. It took a lot of fanfare. It took quite a dance to distract yourself. At least I know it did for me. It involved a lot of alcohol, involved 40 to 50 hair clients a week. I had to do quite a song and dance to distract myself. And that was honestly probably more work than just sitting down and letting my pain be my professor and letting it be the portal to my growth. So Sometimes I think when we think we're doing the thing that takes least little strength, that actually it's a lot of work to hold it all up. And uh, you might be surprised that when you let it all fall, how good you actually feel because you didn't know how bad you felt. And that's been my experience. I'm always kind of like, oh, God, just look at the sun, hear the birds chirping, like appreciating the little things because... I think I kept my life at such a clip that moving at such a clip, I didn't, I didn't see any of it. And that's when I say like, how many times did I miss the signs, the, the moments of magic? Because I was like, just, you know, slinging color, doing hair or, you know, drinking that bottle of wine and not seeing just like the little, like synchronicities in the day. And I I guess, for me, I, I realized that letting things develop us and letting them change us and shift us and grow us, it actually, in a lot of ways, is a lot, it's just a lot easier. But I think it involves facing ourselves and looking at ourselves and being honest with ourselves, which for many of us, we're going to see some stuff. At least I know I have. I've seen some stuff in myself. And that makes me human and it makes me you know, I, I don't know. I, I guess the things I think I'm afraid to say to people when I say them to people, I'm always like, you know, I say them to women in particular, my clients or my friends. I'm always like, oh, I've always been embarrassed about that. And when I shared it with you, you said that same thing. You said you feel the same thing. So I think the more we can develop ourselves and our, let our stories, you know, just make us more human, the more we can do that with each other. And then the more we've realized that we all feel like kind of we're the only one. I even said to a client the other day, I'm like, yeah, you know, I used to get yeast infections all the time. And she's like, I did too. And I'm like, God, that's been one of my insecurities in life. I was always so embarrassed about that. But really it's like, you know, your gut is connected to your, your emotions and all those things. And I don't know. I just 
think, what if, you know, what if we just, I've thought about doing an episode like this where I just like say all the things I'm most embarrassed about and just let her fucking rip. I don't know if I'm there yet, but I'm getting there. I mean, I just told you something kind of embarrassing for me. So I don't know. I think when in doubt, let it develop you. Let it take you to your knees because having had a life that's taken me to my knees a couple of times, it's not a bad view. It's not a bad view. And Neilan's not, might be a little, might be a little underrated, you know? I mean, it's kind of nice to just kind of take it all down to build it back up. Cause then when you, when you do, you have a more aligned life. You have a life that I guess, you know, when I look at my daughter, I think I want her to have a life where she's who she is, no matter where she is. And I can't, I can't personally always have said that. I think I was who I thought everyone needed me to be. Maybe I was a little bit more comedy with someone or I was a little more, you know, buttoned up with the next person. I was a little more like, hey, what do you need from me today? I was a little more of a, of a song and dance with this person. I was a little more philosophical. I don't even know what that word means. But, you know, I'm trying to show you that I had multiple sides to myself and I could pull out those party tricks depending on who it was. And then at a certain point, I just decided to let myself be myself and let my difficult times develop me. And that's how I found all my people. And that's how you'll find your people. But until then, you will need all the booze in the world. I'm just kidding. I don't know what you're going to need, but you know, you know what your you know what your distraction mechanisms are. You know what you do and you know what doesn't honor you. So have a way of making day and let it develop you. Let your pain develop you. You will not regret it. Goodbye for now.